Hey, you guys, and welcome to Star Wars Virtual Virtual Celebration. Oh, and the music just won't stop. It is quite exciting. Oh, no, I am hearing the show, which is very awkward. But uh, welcome to Star Wars Virtual Virtual Celebration. I had two other windows of this show playing, and I was hearing me in the past and trust me it wasn't that good but uh what we are going to be doing is having a uh, a little bit of a virtual celebration get together hanging out with the people that i would probably be bumping into or wishing i was bumping into at star wars celebration so uh let us uh bring on everyone set the table in new york from the canto bite dispatch we have got emily lind hello in ohio the king of all toms from the sith list and everyone's patreon it's king tom chansky hi there nice from the Sisters with Sabres. My Twitter friend and yours, it is Maria. How are you doing? Hey, everybody. It's me, Maria. Hey, Maria, were you going to go to Star Wars Celebration? Yes. Yes, we purchased tickets. We're just going to roll them over. Uh, we ended up getting the Jedi passes. Super expensive. Ooh. Wow, you'd want to roll those over. But I, I, I just feel for you because I feel like you were probably hoping to see a lot of Ahsoka at Star Wars Celebration, but yeah. you got probably more Ahsoka than you expected in a different form. I did. Uh-huh. I, I sure did. <laughs> Maria's daughter's named Ahsoka, everyone, just so everyone knows. So. It's true. All of it. Uh, but yes, um, I wasn't able to go to Chicago because she was still like breastfeeding slash formula. So... Uh, this was supposed to be our triumphant return back to celebration. It's meant to be all our triumphant returns, especially. <laughs> Boy, do we miss this guy at last Star Wars celebration from the Rogue Rebels. It's Sal Perales. Aww. <laughs> what up? I was so glad you weren't going to just communicate through Lothcat then. That was uh, fantastic. <laughs> I also use words. Excellent. You're there with Ezra because it's all about family. <laughs> I'm like, for all the audio listeners, I'm demonstrating the wonderful background that I have. That is not a Zoom background. It's just my wall because it has rebels on it because we're rebels people. And we I, Sorry. I'm rebels. I'm rebels people. You are rebels people. That's for sure. We just did a, uh, a live stream with a bunch of people and Aaron Boyd was on it and he had like the zoom background of Anakin Skywalker. And he was sort of like coming through the side of him, like Guato from total recall. It was shirtless Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Like when he woke up from the, from the nightmare and someone that just refuses to go to an event like Star Wars Celebration, but we wish he would. For those that uh, are listening just to the audio podcast, you're missing out on his amazing, amazing little icon of Skeletor drinking a beer and it's not working out so well. Welcome back to the live stream, Robbo. How you doing, buddy? Good. Good. Glad to be here. How does it feel for you, Robbo, 
that like everyone's sort of bummed about Star Wars Celebration not happening. How does it feel for the person that wasn't going to go? Are you mourning the the, the borrowed excitement? Uh, I guess. Like, I like when, the, you know, I like to see, like, the new stuff they show off and to watch the panels. Like, I, I attend virtually every year. So, like, I, I don't miss it. But I don't like crowds personally. Or people so. or places or doing things. Uh, yes. <laughs> All that is true. Or Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, 100% true. Would I be correct in assuming that you haven't done a celebration? Never. No, I don't do con- I don't really do conventions in general. Like never done it or don't do it. Well, I mean never never done it. Okay. I guess that's the end of my questioning. We, we what about have if there was gotten a- Robo to show up to the after party at New York Comic Con, so I figured that's a pretty big achievement. That's not bad, because and- the after stuff is like sometimes almost as intense as the yeah. during. <laughs> yeah. It, well, right, but I mean, like it's, but then the only only people I like are going to be there, so that's fair. You know, he- but yeah. So no, I mean I'm I'm also sad because I don't like get to see like the fun pictures of uh, like everybody like meeting up at the, the at the the convention and all that. And, yeah, you mean you mean like, the cool people in rebels costumes, right? Yeah, I like yeah, your costumes a lot. <laughs> yeah, so definitely. Tell me, man, come to celebration. I might be there, especially if it's in Anaheim. <laughs> well, R- Robo did come to the um, the Steel Wars podcast in New York, Emily. That was. And, and he proved himself to be a delight. That's why I, I say to just like, would have been great if Robbo was here. Would have been great. Robbo is one of my favorite people. This is making me very uncomfortable. <laughs> I know that's why I said it. <laughs> um, we are going to talk Star Wars Celebration favorite memories. We're just going to muck around and, and chat Star Wars. And if you're watching on the youtube stream we'll post up the link in a little bit so you can zoom in also but um i feel like we should just at the top of the show and if you are have not been following the news in the last hour or so um just just not good devastatingly unimaginable news that that chadwick boseman um who you the world knows that played Black Panther passed away from colon cancer, I believe. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, what do you, I, 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 I don't know what to, um, I just know he meant so much to so many people and it's incredibly tough to lose someone whether you've met them or not when they take up that sort of chunk of your life and give you such inspiration and stuff so my heart goes out to um all the fans of chadwick worldwide um i don't know does anyone else want to have anything to um remember him by or, or or say well that sums that up. Um, it's 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 just stunningly, yeah, hard. So I'll, but, I'll jump in. Yeah, great. Nobody's Maria. got anything? I'll fucking jump in. It's cool. Um, 
I think uh, I was just sitting here doing the math. Um, if he's been struggling with colon cancer for four years, Black Panther came out in 2018. That means that he could have very well been filming uh, while he was dealing with cancer and, and oh, fighting wow. for his life. And that means that he knew how important the movie was and he even put it above his own health, which is touching and also incredibly sad. Um, it's, a, it's an incredible loss, um, not just for fans, but his family. My thoughts go out to his family for sure. But um, it's not every day that you get a movie like Black Panther. And um, of course, I don't speak for all brown people anyway, you know, but uh, this movie meant so much to black people. And um, because we don't have a real Wakanda, we don't have a culture. We're a people whose culture has been stolen from us. Um, this movie was incredibly important. Uh, and he represented something to so many people. Uh, if you just go to YouTube and look at like black people meeting Chadwick Boseman, like people are speechless, they're crying, you know, because he meant so much to so many. And that film represents a, a very big moment for people of color. Uh, so it is a gut punch for sure um, to the black community who's already struggling with so very, very much. Um, this year, um, all I can say is Chadwick um, believed in the Black Lives Matter movement. If you wanna honor him, uh, please take a look at his Twitter page. You'll find what he believed in there. Um, and if you cared about his contributions, then maybe support those things that he believed very strongly in. Um, it's, it's an incredible loss and someone so young, 43 years old, you know, it's like, wow, what a what a gift he gave us like he gave us his all in those films like you in the film you can't even tell he's sick like he's he's really pushing through um and i'm sure members of the cast probably knew and no one said anything like everyone's been so fucking classy um even when people were asking about how he was doing and speculating on his weight and things like that um it's just it's fucking incredibly moving incredibly sad but also I'm very grateful because I'm not a Marvel fan but Black Panther is beyond Marvel it's it's a it's another language for people of color and um he put the idea of what this film was about above his own health and I am forever grateful for that. Um, I I can't I can't address it better than than Maria did. But um, my little brother, who is seventeen years old, young black kid growing up in Indiana, um, if you know he's a teenage boy, he's not the most like in like engaged and talking to you about what he's interested in but one of the things that he always likes like excited and engaged like to talk about was Black Panther like I know that's one of the things like that really reached him and again like getting a teenage boy to talk about something to you is hard but I've had many conversations with him about the Marvel movies and about Black Panther in particular 
and a lot of that is down to how like real Chadwick's performance was and I like while we're recording this my my brother I don't know if he knows this happened and I don't I don't want to be the one to tell him because it's just like the the idea of being the one to break that news but like I've seen these pictures on Twitter of of him like in like going to visit kids in cancer wards Mm -hmm. and the fact that he's doing that at a time when he was going through this and and it's not like he owed any of us like to tell us that this was happening the fact that it is such a shock is it's hard and when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at bluenile.com you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you find the one you'll get it delivered right to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. He was an amazing actor, but more importantly, he was an amazing person. And it's, it's a real loss. And... I'm, I'm sorry, I, I don't know what else to say. Uh, it, you know, extremely well said, both you guys. Thank you so much. Um, I just know the, like, not following the, the, the comic books and stuff like that and, and not really knowing about Black Panther and then seeing, like, the just the ecstaticness and just what it meant to him in the cast I think it was a comic con or something they showed the trailer and it was just like it was such a celebration that they'd all done this together and that like really interested me is like oh my god these these people are so amped about this this is going to be something special and it, it so was um yeah just 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 heavy and um yeah i'm not um sure what else i I can say about that should we um maybe watch a a video game trailer or something i have um I, I don't have a personal connection, but I do have like a, a kind of cute and touching story about when I when I saw Black Panther in the theater, and there was a dad who take takes uh, took his son. They were sitting right next to me and my son, and he was you know it's a black guy, and uh, his, his his son was so into it, and it was like into it in a way that I it was very touching and just reminded me that this kind of thing matters. And these, these, these uh, people, the people who inhabit these roles, you know, it, whether it's Marvel or star Wars or anything, really, when they, when they show up in and, and uh, create these characters, it really ma- it makes an impact on people's lives, just as Emily and, and Maria were saying. Um, so it's, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll never forget the, um, 
that kid sh shouting Wakanda forever at the top of his lungs after the right when the credits started rolling. Um, uh, that was a, I don't know. So like I, you know, that's just, I guess my, it's, it, it isn't really a personal story, but um, yeah, just want to throw that out there. Cause <laughs> I, you know, don't know when I'm going to ever have a chance to tell that story, but it, but this, this stuff matters. It really does. Yeah. Just like, especially for kids, anything that hypes them in a positive way is just so like, like great. And, um, oh man, it's, that's, it's just, um, 2020, huh? Hey, hey, um, remember when, um, George Lucas, like CGI'd that rock in front of R2-D2 and we all got really angry about it? <laughs> that was fun. Okay. Um, <laughs> What else? A clunky. Um, um, like, is is this a real Hasbro figure or a bootleg That thing is Kong? so terrifying. Who knows? Um, yeah. So um, I'm, I'm trying. I've got some other bad things around here. I've, I've got a, a Chewbacca whose stomach is Groot. There's that. Um, that is not good. And then I've, yeah, that's horrid. I've got a, um, a very unattractive Mark Hamill here. Um, so, yeah, um, just quite a year. But I'm, um, I do have to say the, the, like the online community and um, if, you, if you filter well, you will get a great online community has um, given me a lot of solace in the past couple of months. So I'm, I'm, I am happy that I'm here chatting with you guys right now. So hats off to you. No one's got a hat on. I wonder if Robbo's got a hat on. We'll never know. Hoods off Robbo. Just a hair piece, man. Just a hair piece. <laughs> kind of counts, right? Nailed it, Emily. Now, um, let's, um, let's watch a, let's watch a, um, a, a, a video game trailer and um that will help us break the mood i haven't seen this i did watch the lego one today i did that on the stream this afternoon and it filled me with joy just the dumb jokes and the star wars music it, it just it was very sweet so um has anyone seen that no yes mm -hmm. <laughs> who said yes I have. What What did you think, Tom? I thought I thought it was good. They uh, my biggest concern was they delayed the game until next spring, and my son was really looking forward to getting it for Christmas. He uh, he's uh, he's eight, and I thought he would be very angry about it. But he 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 watched the trailer, he laughed, and he said, "Of course, it's delayed. They're putting a lot into it." So he's accepting <laughs> of that fact, and I'm I'm. My day was made just because of that. You just, you should give yourself like a little like dad point for that. I, like, <laughs> yeah. In one respect, I raised a well-adjusted child. Like he didn't immediately take to Twitter and complain to like specific <laughs> named people at Lucasfilm or something. He doesn't have Twitter yet. And, yeah. yeah. But, but on the other hand, he's going to produce the world's most boring Star Wars podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
Um, so it, it, it's either or, either or. I, I should shout out the um, the chat is just loaded with peeps. There's Brittany Brown, the Sith list, Josh Chapman, Horace Burkhart, Billy Davis, Angelo James, Lauren, oh, Lauren Romo, who Lauren is someone who the only time I'll ever get to see her is at celebration. So, um, and um, she says very um, succinctly, just speechless right now, Rip Chadwick, and that Star Wars podcasting fandom is a wonderful place. And I have to agree for, um, like all places, it's mixed, but um, the underlying vibe is good. Ian Gallagher says, this is just what I need. Thank you all. So um, we appreciate that. And later on, we'll be opening up the Zoom so you guys can uh, hang out as well, which, Emily... Let me ask you a question. Uh oh, yeah. You have done many uh, a, a podcast with me, um, yes. a live stream. It's it's going remarkably well thus far. I mean, from from like the technical aspect, I'm amazed. Like this is the first time I think maybe ever I've done a show with you that did not start with you fighting the equipment you were using. It's a beautiful thing. Every, everything was plugged in to the right place knobs were adjusted properly but there was this one issue i kept having with the video screen and i downloaded this app it was it was called like mac screen swap or something and it it, it i deleted it but it infested my computer every option wanted to go to that so i could that's why a few of those times were very frustrating other times who knows it's a uh, it's a wondrous I mean, there is one common denominator in all of those things. How dare you? I I didn't say what that common denominator was. Yeah. Okay. What What is it? I mean, maybe I maybe I was talking about myself. You don't know. <laughs> Robo can confirm it happens when you're not there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I'm sorry. Is somebody talking? I can't. I just lost all my audio. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Excellent. Well, um, well trolled. All right. Who um, is, is, has anyone seen this Star Wars Squadrons uh, trailer yet? No. Okay. Yes. No. All right. Let's um, see if I can do this. Oh, here's a real test of. <laughs> Come oh, on. Come on. It's all good. Here we go. We're here on StarWars.com. <laughs> Star Wars all the time, they tell me. Let's go. Let's see what's going on. Star Wars Squadrons. And that's one huge dog tag. Yeah, it <laughs> is. It looks like a medallion. <laughs> this is nice. We all choose our path. Light or dark. Freedom or destruction. The Empire chose to destroy Alderaan in order to spread fear and douse the fires of rebellion. But the heroic pilots of the Rebel Alliance have chosen to keep fighting, to show the Empire that we are not afraid. They're in trouble. It was their bravery that ended Palpatine's reign and brought about our new Republic. However, the Empire lives on 
Shattered though it may be, as I speak, Imperial forces are edging toward the Bormia sector, hoping to end our new Republic before we find our footing. As their empire collapses, they try to tighten their grip. But the galaxy is changing, and you can be a part of it. With the help of brave and daring pilots, this war can end. Make a choice. Fly with the new Republic. Change our galaxy for the better. Hi, I'm Suzanne Hunka, narrative producer on Star Wars Squadrons. What? Our single-player story is one of daring pilots and deep-seated uh, rivalries. Take Titan Squadron. Okay, Ooh. good to know. I was like, how did she get on the chat? That was... um. That was incredible. Hey, um, that didn't get me <laughs> to want to watch or play the game at all, but that was like one of the sweetest YouTube videos I've ever seen. The effects and the, like the way Leia's like silhouette came in, that was. Any good <laughs> Princess Leia speech is like super dope. So that whole opening, I just like Princess Leia speeches. My God, you want to sign up. That was meant to be Princess Leia? Did you mm -hmm. not see the bonds? Yeah, yeah at was? the end, I just thought it was like symbolic. I, I just didn't get layer vibes. But the effects were amazing. Did it show um, anything of the game or Tron? The part where she's talking does. Okay. What was the Tron bit about? Just effects? I think it was the, like, it's supposed to be a stylized version of the attack on the first Death Star. I mean, I'm assuming that's not the actual gameplay. No. It did remind me of that old Atari, um, the sit-down game that you'd play at the arcade with the dot matrix or whatever, however that game plays described. It's a ve vector monitor steal. Thank you. Thank you, Robbo. I, um, this is why we have a, uh, a pro game person. Now, this one... This Sims. This is my business card. <laughs> Has any of you guys played? Have any of you guys played The Sims before? Not since the first one in yeah. however many years ago that was. I feel like I logged on once, made a man move, and just went, "Yeah, that's that's it for me." I played a lot when the first, like when Sims, the original version came out. I played for like a month straight. Because I was a teenager then, and then never played again. After Steel. your after your month of simming, what had you achieved in the sim universe? Okay, this much like Sim City, mostly what happens is I play to a certain point, and then I get to get frustrated and just light everything on fire. <laughs> wow. In the game, I hope. Yeah, yeah, in the game, like in in Sim City, you could like. I don't know, remember if it was like from the ori like original game or through a cheat code, but you could like start disasters where like there'd be fires or like aliens would attack your city. I would do that when I got frustrated. And there's similar stuff in Sims when you can just like starve people or delete the bathrooms or just like <laughs> drown them or whatever. What a game. Um, how, many, how many people did you starve? I mean, only a couple because yeah, I only had a few Sims. Who I had like taken to the point where I could. As soon as things get difficult, like then I don't want to do it anymore. Wow! All right, we're learning a lot about Emily here. Yeah. Well, 
I have no idea what a, a Sims Star Wars will contain. So I'm fascinated to this. Sims seems like something I would, like I think I want to play, but I probably don't. But in theory, it sounds good. And it's at um, Galaxy's Edge, which seems to be, um, that just rubs salt in the wound. <laughs> How? It is very weird to, like, I watched the little thing for this. It is very weird to see the, like, Star Wars characters speaking in the little Sims, like, gibberish language. It could have been made, at least made him talk like Jawas, right? They should have been more on brand. Oh, wait, we haven't watched it yet. But I just want to know, Sal, for you, you live, you live and breathe Star Wars. We know this. We do. You live 15 minutes away from Galaxy's Edge. Right. Can you now imagine a reality where you now have to play a Sims game to go there now for the next year? <laughs> Not going to lie. If the game is cheaper than it is to go to Galaxy's Edge, I might do it more often, <laughs> which I think it is going to be. Never played Sims in my life. Knew what it was, knew it was a thing. All of a sudden, very excited. Sal. Listen, you know, you know I'm always up for a caper. You know I'm always up for a caper. And, yeah. and you know I'm always up for content. Mm -hmm. Here's what I propose. When it comes out, we get together, we mask up, we mm -hmm. go down to Disneyland, and we just sit out the front and play it for a few hours. Okay. I think we need switches <laughs> for whatever it's coming out on. Sweet. I'm on it. That's content. Okay. All right, let's go to this I'm thing. Down. I'm bound to go to Batu in the parking lot of Batu. Thank you. Let's see what happens. That was, um, it's so weird. I expect when it pans up to be able to see Orange County in the background, but it just, <laughs> it just bleeds out. So she's in love with the Millennium Falcon. And did I get that correctly? 
because the ship shows up and just like a little heart emoji it's like oh my god he's here yeah it's a different version of that i married the berlin wall documentary <laughs> uh, this looks cute i don't understand what the game's about but if it lets me hang out in the cantina and like be friends with hondo down well that's what impressed me was mm-hmm. i've been there but now I finally got a chance to go inside the cantina because <laughs> it was there was no go when I was there. Mm-hmm. Huh. That, I I don't know what's happening in it, but it's <laughs> it seems exciting. I, I, Is I, it, I does it seem exciting? Yeah, well, it did seem exciting. That's like I, I'll I'll stand by that. Like. What I don't know what do I'm supposed to do. The actual gameplay is. I don't know what I'm. It, it looks like. Oh. Supposed to do. I don't know. They bring. I saw people hanging out of this plane. To do it too. So does it take place on like the fictional planet, or does it take place in <laughs> Disney World? Like what? That I can't tell. Idea. I was wondering that myself, actually. Like, does it take place on Batuu or does it take place on Galaxy's Edge? I mean, it's really immersive. Don't get me wrong. And I saw my uh, my girl by Marathi there. So, like, you know, you can meet her, which is great. She's always there. Um, so, what's up with Vi? Is there, is there only one actress playing her at each land because it seemed like in the anaheim disneyland there was just like one lady that played her is that right or am i i've seen more than one. Oh, really okay yeah i didn't see her in orlando oh really sad i feel like somebody owes me likeness rights that character <laughs> looks a lot like me so just waiting on the check everybody Hey, listen, Sal's still trying to shake down Freddie Prince Jr. So um, good luck. I've been on that train for a long time. And I haven't gotten very far. I'll let you know right now. Did Sal just go in slow motion for everyone or just me? <laughs> no, no for me too. For me too. Yeah, it was great. That was amazing. That was like the um the bit of the the battle in the Last Jedi that Robbo hates when it goes into slow motion. That was don't hate it. <laughs> it's still it's still in like my my third favorite Star Wars movie out of like ten. So that's I still a big fan of that. Um, <laughs> how many are there now? Eleven. Eleven, right? Yeah. Yeah. I keep forgetting about that new one, and that and it's not a joke. Like I just I forget I I just lost count. Um, Billy Davis, I feel like speaks for all Star Wars fans when he says in the chat, "I will be obsessed with it for two weeks, then forget about it." You kids still like... play The Sims? I have what no idea. Is the Sims. What do you do? I know you said you kill people by starving them. What else do well, you do? <laughs> you have a you can you have. Uh, I mean, I don't know anymore, but I know that <laughs> like when I played The Sims, you could have different characters and you could do like character development, and then you would like you could have like careers for them. You would build houses for them. 
and you would live like throughout their whole life. Is it kind of like Animal Crossing? I think it's less social, but yeah, that's not a bad comparison, really. Yeah, I mean, because like, not, there's not like a story that you play through, certainly. I don't think Animal Crossing has a story. No, but no, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's more like you're just like, you know, you, it's much more about like making your house and buying Yeah, you make things. your house, put your clothes on and like go hang. Yeah, yeah. so I, I, I think I've seen like Lizzie play enough Animal Crossing to where I'm like, Oh, I would do that if it was at Batu and I could dress up myself as a Star Wars person. Okay, so, so you, yeah, we know I think what, they would yeah. at least be in the same like genre of games. Well, I didn't actually play the Animal Crossing, so we'll see if I actually. Get into it. <laughs> Is that what uh, the kids call it? The Animal Crossing. <laughs> Is that what they call it? I'm not sure. I don't know. It sounds like the Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> it has that. Yeah, the Animal Crossing. <laughs> I mean, if I, I if I could be like an Ewok in the Animal Crossing, I would probably own Animal Crossing. <laughs> I um, I don't know if yeah. Robo can like, do it or not. Can I get a purgle? Like, what can we do? I've got sad news. We, we uh oh the the YouTube can't see Robo's um icon of of Skeletor uh, drinking. Oh no! I'm not sure if Shit. it's because he's not sharing the video or it's like. If he shares video, right. he'll reveal himself. I, 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 maybe I'll. I, how do I make it? I might be able to just make it on you for a second. People have to see this. I think it'll just be blank if you. Oh, here we go. You're there now, but I'm not sure if you'll show up. But who knows? Very exciting. Hey, um, but what we were going to talk about were our our golden celebration moments. Now, one of my you know, there's the big ones, the publicized ones, the live streamed ones. But one of my sweetest moments I ever did get to witness was last year, I think it was, who knows, at Celebration Chicago. And that was seeing Emily Lind meet Brittany Brown, these people that had Aww. met on a, in a live chat and on Twitter. And then they had done this podcast that the, the Canto bite dispatched together and, and became best friends. It's to see them meet in person was, it was pretty good. Emily. Um, yeah. So that was like, that was a pretty big deal. Um, I mean, I guess Brittany and I had been doing the podcast for, God, almost like two years at that point, and we hadn't met in person, and I, <laughs> I remember getting weirdly nervous, because I, like, I'd gotten in the airport with some other, with some other people, so I was with, I was with Aaron Boyd, and I think actually Carlos, and we we took a we took a car together to our, our Airbnb wasn't ready yet so we were at like everybody was at a bar like a block away and Shocking. then I walk I, I walk in and there's Brittany and it was like it was a really big deal um, we had met through 
your show steal um because i had done it several times and Brittany had called in a couple times like doing her casino dispatches and, and and for everyone that didn't listen back then she would call in while at work at the casino <laughs> yes she was <laughs> uh in particular i remember one time when i like i was doing i i was like doing the show from the laundry mat and she called in so that's that so was new pretty... york of you <laughs> but yeah no it was it was I like I I gotta admit I definitely started to cry when I walked in and saw her there. Dude, because- I definitely started to cry. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I'm not I'm not good with talking about like real things, but she's somebody who means a lot with me, and we we barely knew each other when we started the podcast, uh, which is weird. Like it's a weird way to start a podcast together, but like she was just looking for a co-host and I forced myself upon her. And through that, we became like really close and she's somebody I talk to, if not every day, like, you know, most days. And yeah, we met at that in Chicago celebration and it was very, very special and very cool and something I will not forget anytime soon. It was, it was super cool. One that I didn't see personally, but I love the story of is um, the Sabine cell and they almost um, like die meeting each other from memory. So this was 2017 celebration Orlando and Lizzie podcasts she has one called a star wars geek girl that she podcasts with a girl named zoe who lives in like pennsylvania far away from us and it was just a girl who like her dad hit me up one day and was like hey like how did you make your sabine and i was just like here's all the information here's what i here's the colors i used here's the armor here's where i got like the helmet like hey my little girl has a sabine now like Oh, that's cool, man. Good job. I'm glad you guys did it. Hey, she's going to do a podcast. Could she maybe have your daughter on? Like, so they can talk. She wants to talk to other Sabines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cute. Like, that sounds adorable. Oh, we're just losing So I was like, Lizzie, you want to do like, and I was like, she's like, I don't know, like, Eight or nine years old, probably. I don't know. Ah, oh. oh, Sal, where um, a, a communications blockage can only mean one thing, I think. Invasion. Definitely, Maria. Invasion. <laughs> you might. Have to... <laughs> That's the last we heard of him. That was it. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no. You're there you go. Fine over here. <laughs> oh, I am backing out. You back, Sal. Uh, we met at Orlando. They were excited to meet each other. They call us and they're like, "Okay, are you guys back in the room?" It's like the night before, and they just got into their room and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna walk and meet each other because we're in Orlando. And nobody has cars." And so they will go from the hotel and we go from the B and B, walk down this long road, and then we finally see them off in the distance and the girls start running towards each other. And they're like, what, like 15, 16 years old and run at each other and like hug each other in the middle of the street. 
and both the dads are yelling like, get out of the road, y'all. Like, what are you doing? Come on, man, get in the grass. Better an alligator than a car. But it's like, a, and that seems to be a running like thing because the next time I think they saw each other was their family ended up doing a road trip and like coming out here to like visit Batu and Galaxy's Edge and stuff. And they like, uh, you know, we ran across the, they ran across the parking lot when we, hey, we'll meet you at this pizza place or whatever it was. They ran across the parking lot to see each other. So it's really, really cool to see that. Like, you know, now she's over there. Like she's going to be in New York. She's, she just left the school. My daughter is gone. She's an adult. She's no longer a child running across the streets in darkness to meet other children. She's an adult running across the street. <laughs> an adult. Let's hope. <laughs> Let's hope she listens. Every time I hope every time she's in college and she's running across the street, she hears in her dad, she hears her dad going like, get out of the road. <laughs> uh, listen, Sal. The 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 way you um look after your kids, it's a it's a handbook, buddy. So uh I she's got nothing to worry about. She's uh she's she's a she's a top-notch kid. So um and because of her dad and her mum. They're, they're, they're killer. So she's not going to be running across to me. Guys, it's oh, good. It's all right. Someone chop off our arms, please. <laughs> now, King Tom, how, how many celebrations you been to, buddy? I've been to two. I was at Celebration 2005 in Indianapolis and then Celebration Chicago last year. Now, King Tom, I'm not sure if this is your golden moment, but it's very interesting. I believe you did a bit of queue jumping back in uh, 2005. What's up with that? Yeah. Um, I, I'm just going to start off by saying if anyone hates me for this story, I am fine with that. But I have some friends, Star Wars friends here in Columbus. We decided to go out for the Saturday of Celebration. You know, we, none of us were hooked in with the online fandom like I am today. Uh, they've kind of been able oh, to dude, stay out the kingpin. Of yeah, they've been able to stay out of it, but um, None so of we them went. We, kings, okay. Yeah, uh, we left probably around like four thirty in the morning and drove out to Indianapolis and pulled up and parked in this garage right out, right off of the street across the street from the convention center, and we cross the street and as we do, there are lines down the block, one way down the block, the other way, but right as we cross, a door opens up and a security guard steps out and he waves us over. If you if you guys want to come into the convention, come in this way. We're starting a new line, so we say okay. And a few other people are are in the line too, and we we get in, and it's you know they check our passes, and we we go inside, and we go directly into one of the the, the lineup rooms where they have the the ropes and you kind of it kind of snakes around, and we don't even know what we're doing. But uh, is there anyone else already lined up in that room? No, there wasn't. Not in this room. Oh. And so we go in through one of the entrances and we, we heard, oh, it's, uh, I think it's like Rick McCallum speaking or something like that. Oh, you didn't even know where you were going. No, we didn't. Oh, um, man. And so they, they usher into this room and it's huge. And we're kind of in, in the middle off to one side and, they're, and they start letting in people from the other side of the room too. And the room fills up. And yeah, Rick McCallum was speaking, but it was the George Lucas panel. The first one of that, I think he did three that day, but this was the first one. And uh, yes, StarWars.com, the Star Wars show ran the video, some video clips from that this week. And it was, it was interesting remembering that. 
Um, <laughs> but it, it was it was a hell of a way to start off the celebration, and it wasn't until later on that, that we found out people waited overnight for that panel. <laughs> and I'm I'm sorry about that. How do you just stumble into a room with Rick McCollum? I, I don't. Well, the thing is, we also went to the Rick McCallum panel because he had he had a panel of his own um, where he mostly spoke spoke about Revenge of the Sith, and he showed like a you know four minute highlight reel that that really spoiled the movie, and they'd never run anything like this today. Um, but it, he was just so energetic, and you could tell he loved what he was doing. Did it, did it show the part where he turns into Darth Vader? Because. I did not see that coming. <laughs> well, like, how do you spoil that movie? It was spoiled like decades ago. Well, a lot of the I- imagery and who fights who and where. The trailer really spells out the movie. Like, I know we know the plot, but the trailer yeah. really reminds you, like, this, this is what's going down. This was, um, it was just clips, no dialogue. And it had, like, the background music from backdraft or braveheart or something like that it had non-star wars like orchestral music but it was a really good it was a really good selection of clips and someone asked him if it was going to be on the dvd he said yes but it was not john williams was like you aren't paying for more music i'm not making more music john williams gotta eat how good was how good celebration did that guy have that asked about the dvd Imagine going to Celebration and getting lied to from Rick McCollum. That would be my dream. My my favorite, though, was a guy who's like, I don't have a question. I just want a high five. And Rick McCollum was like, okay, come on up. And guy ran up, gave Rick McCollum a high five, and guy sat back down. I'd be like, I, I don't have a question. I'd just like to do a couple of key bumps. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've heard that went on, too. Um. Is that your golden celebration moment, King Tom? Or do you have... Um... You know, it, it's tough for me to say because as fun as that was, I had even much more fun last year uh, in, in Chicago because I'm, I'm lucky to have made a lot of friends and meeting and hanging out with the people. Um, you know, I, I was in a group with, with Aaron Boyd, Les Gonzalez, Hawes Burkhardt, Johnny Grasso for the um, Rise of Skywalker panel. And, you know, we were sitting together, we saw the trailer and meeting Billy D Williams with the Sithless guys hanging out at the uh the Congress Plaza Hotel bar and then and then the Steel Wars live show you know it's just a ton of good memories so those would probably be the golden ones for me yeah it's so much um like I used to go to a big you know comic cons and stuff but I'd never been to a Star Wars celebration until I did the podcast but it is going to those events it's so much more enriching and fun like knowing anyone else there where I mm-hmm. used to go just be solo and stuff. Yeah. Um, Maria, are, are you a veteran of um, celebration? I am not actually. Um, our first encounter was in Orlando in 2015. I, um, I said, man, we should go to this celebration thing. I hear it's really cool. And it's the place to be if you're a Star Wars fan because my husband had never heard of it. And um, I just kind of heard of it through the interwebs. So I was like, oh, this seems pretty, pretty chill. Like George Lucas, there's people here. Like maybe I'll meet some friends. 
Um, so we went in uh, 2015, that was our first one. And we left and we we're just so depressed. Like, oh my God, we have to do this again. Why can't we do this all the time? And uh, I'm just, I'm so weird. I'm so socially awkward in, in like real life that I just, I saw Sal and he was there and he was in Quinlan Voss, right? And I'm like, oh my God, Quinlan Voss. And, and he was like, was oh like, my God, Vimerati. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Spoilers, spoilers. the same. Uh, yes, you're absolutely right. But um, <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, wait a minute, that might have been Sal, that guy from that show I listened to. And then we were coming around the Gentle Giant booth and my husband's like, that tall guy with the 90s haircut, I think he's your Australian make-believe friend. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> There's no fucking way. And so we're- How 90s? Early Steel. 90s. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> we're behind Steel and he's doing the blog pod thing and I can hear him. And I'm like, oh shit, that is the guy. That's him. That's him. He's like, well, say something, you fucking dweeb. I'm like, what am I going to say? I'm like, hi, you're my imaginary friend. Like, how are you? Like, what do you say? So I'm just like, no, no, let's just be cool. Let's just be cool. Let's move on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It sounds like you're being real cool. <laughs> oh, I was. I'm like, almost so to the cool. next room, and she's like, hey, you guys. <laughs> right? So I'm like, I think that's him. And he's like, duh, that was him, Spaz. I'm like, you're probably right. We should probably spend the next four hours in the celebration store. <laughs> <laughs> so we quickly saunter to the store. But yeah, it was it was my first celebration. It was a it was a big blast. I saw a lot of people that I quote unquote knew, but it's like, how do you approach those people? I'm like, oh my god, it's Hawes, it's Hawes. And he's like, who the fuck are these people? And how do you know them all? <laughs> I'm like, you're my imaginary friends from the internet. <laughs> and he's like, those people on the podcast? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you are such a fucking nerd. I'm like, you're probably right. <laughs> but it's it's really bad, like with the pods and stuff. Like TJ was like seven and we were riding to school and Steel's on and he's like, is Steel in our family? He's always <laughs> on the phone. Because we, we listen in the car and the speaker goes off like if people are calling or whatever. And I'm like, he's, he's like in our Star Wars family. He's, he's kind of family. And he's like, because we call him a lot. <laughs> oh my God, that's so good. So it's good. not a call, yeah. it's called a podcast. And he's like, yeah, but you're talking back. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you're right. I'm a loser. I'm to some Weezer or something. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad my kids yeah. are older because they're like, you know, is can we go to Steel's? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till he texts us. <laughs> yeah, but celebration was a blast. I got to meet Ashley. Um, and anyone who knows me knows that like Ahsoka is a huge part of my life. So it was it was amazing just meeting her. Oh man. My face hurts, Maria. That was <laughs> <laughs> so oh. good. Um, 
we've got a Luke waiting to come in. So let's admit it. Uh, let's see which Luke it's going to be. Could be one of several. <laughs> He's just got the name Luke up, which is very mysterious. Oh, wait. He's Boy. asked to start video. Mysterious. I don't know if it's Cruiser or not. There he is. Hey, hey Luke. How you doing, man? I'm sorry to uh, to uh, leave you hanging on that one, Steele. That's all right, buddy. That's yeah. all right. Um, how are you? How are you and your... I have to say, the um, I'm not sure if this is uh, isolation related, but that background, they are some very straight pops. Straight got- pops? Uh, well, they've been there for a long time, Steele. You've seen them several times. They've been the exact same way for a year. <laughs> okay, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying they're neat. I'm saying they're neat. Do you know what I mean? I... Maria, I loved your story, by the way. I was listening on uh, YouTube. It was great. That was awesome. <laughs> and I liked, I liked hearing all your guys' stories. It's cool. It's always nice hearing about what celebration means to me and when, you know, and, and what, and what kind of experiences we had, I had a similar steel situation where I, I first thought, Oh, Ooh. that's him. He's staying over there. Just, he's all cool. in his leather jacket <laughs> and his nineties haircut. I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> nah, I'll just, I'll, I'll just, nah, nah. I don't want to bug him. I don't want to bug him. There you him. go. You're Another like, steel sighting. <laughs> like, no, no. But then I got a picture uh, 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 of Waiters that was all cool. I'll just wait a few years, go on a live stream, and then insult his appearance. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Isn't that how these things work? Because be nice I would say I'll we're be. friends now, right? Or we were before that. <laughs> Dude, I'm I quite proudly just put my fashion like flag down in <laughs> Mm, probably about Bro, 94 you've been you've been, you've been 94 okay you've been relishing in that haircut for a long time you talk about it all the time so i figured it's part of your brand now oh man i got i got a cut outside the other day and it was it had gone so it was it was out of control but cruiser <laughs> how, how many a, celebrations have you been to uh I just like two just yeah because you're you're at orlando yeah and and, and chicago uh, last year and uh uh, and my in my memory obviously is um, is similar to Emily's, except less time in between starting the podcast and then meeting uh, my co-host. But uh, uh, Eric and Dallas and I did the bad, the bad motivators, and I we had been we had done like I think nine episodes, and I in the whole lead up I was like ah I'm not going to celebration I can't do it we just bought a new house can't can't do that there's no way that's gonna happen Nuh-uh, no way. And, and uh, on the day that everybody starts showing up to Orlando. Oh, I remember da- this. Yeah, Dallas sends me a photo of he and Eric meeting in the airport, and they're both flipping me off. And I immediately, I don't know what it was. It was like it was like a, like a huge, like, I can't miss out on this, or just like, screw those guys. I'm going to show up and just be Had there. Had to break somebody's rib. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so. What does that mean? I, literally yeah so i i start looking up like airplane tickets and like celebration tickets and see if i can get in there and whatever like immediately and of course everything's way more expensive because like 
this literally the day of the thing and i and i and i had been telling my wife for like months like, oh, i'm not gonna go no i'm not gonna go i'm real sad about it but i'm not gonna go she's just like uh whatever and then i and then i finally text her that day i said hey would you be mad if i just left today to go to <laughs> celebration <laughs> like right in the middle of like a of a of a of, of moving between two houses and like ripping up the floor of our new house to put new floor down and everything else she was like no she's like i know how much it means to you and you're gonna be a, a sad little jerk if i don't let you go so yeah just go ahead do, do what you gotta do so i bought plane tickets i called i, I called them hey can i stay with you guys she's like what you're coming here and i said yeah dallas get ready i'm coming you son of a bitch you're the one that sent me that picture this is all your fault this is happening he was like Oh, you know, in his doubt, yeah, I mean, for sure. The guy, yeah, see, where he's sleeping on the floor, I don't care. And uh, and then I, I showed up and I broke Dallas's rib and it was uh, with with a bear hug and it was a great memory. <laughs> because I remember Eric telling me this, and I just met Eric for the first time, and then he was like, "Hey, yeah, it's really neat. Like, Luke Cruiser wasn't going to come." And then we posted this photo to him holding our fingers up and now he's flying here. And I was like, how stable is this guy? Like, it, is he it, coming it, to kill you? Yeah. It concerned me that you did something like so erratically and like, oh yeah, I'm just flying in. Yeah. Like, like it's like, oh, so you coming guys actually hot. went. Like yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I, I don't know about that. Um, so like, now I think it's uh, very charming, but at yeah. the time, <laughs> concerned. I I, no. I do have to admit, you're right to be concerned. That's a very risky decision. Like, why the hell is this psychopath just flying in all of a sudden <laughs> over, over a like, photograph? Staying with you guys? Yeah, said, yeah. I yeah. right. <laughs> watch yourself. Yeah, coming on in. I swear on how many weapons. I'm good. I'm fine. Just my bare hands. Like, has that break Dallas's ribs when I first meet him? <laughs> um that was that that's a funny story um but like how struthers and dallas is like flipping you off is basically the equivalent of like marty mcfly being called a chicken yes <laughs> and everything goes out the window and yeah. you're like wife i gotta go <laughs> okay i guess that's i guess that's a <laughs> rational decision husband <laughs> just 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 leave me and, and your two young children to deal with everything cool thanks i'm, I'm glad you understand <laughs> These two dudes flipped me off. <laughs> I can't deal with that. Yeah, no, but it was a great decision. Yeah, was, I gotta yeah. go, honey. Yeah, and Did somebody you know, flip you off again. <laughs> I'll send you a picture and I'll flip you off, and you can come too. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I met Sal there, and uh, Emily, you weren't there, were you? Were you? I can't remember. I was not, unfortunately. Yeah, I, so. I know Tom wasn't. No, and we and we were supposed to do together. Go ahead, Tom. Oh, yeah. oh, Luke and I, and I think Joe Mays were supposed to do like a podcast about watching Celebration from Home. Yeah. And we had done like a test run and it went fine. And then uh, Luke just and then Luke chickened us. out and yeah. went, I can't do it because I'm going to be there. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, my, my erotic fan fiction was there, but I was That's not. That's right. I saw I was there for that. That was those good times. It would have been better if you were there though. <laughs> Dude, that I was so I remember when when that went up because I for those who don't know, um it's a long story. Yeah, I wrote I wrote erotic fan fiction that was gonna be live read. And when it happened, I 
like I was still up because it wasn't particularly late at night, but I like I quit out of Twitter and Facebook and everything because I didn't like I was so scared about it <laughs> that I couldn't deal with people's reactions that I quit out of everything and went to bed at like 10 o'clock at night because I was just terrified <laughs> of people not thinking it was funny. <laughs> Oh, there was uh, there was a lot of laughter in that room. What, don't you worry. <laughs> was it better being there for it the second time? I, I mean, definitely. I mean, definitely. I think in terms of the show, it's better that I was there for it. Uh, um, and definitely. Yeah. I mean, I was pissed at Seal because he didn't tell me beforehand that I was going to oh, be dragged up on stage. Listen, but... ha- can anyone conceive? A reality where I wouldn't do that. Right. Like, come on. Come I mean, on. Logically, yes. But in my head, I was like, I'm going to go to the show. And then when they do the fan fiction, I'm going to slip out the door. <laughs> nope. And then that did not happen, which is okay. why there's a bunch Let's of ask- pictures of me as red as a lobster, like <laughs> completely like sinking into the couch, like trying not to die. I'm going to ask the opposite so- question. Does anybody out there think there's a universe in which she could have slipped out the door for that and gotten away with it? Nope. Uh, we would have <laughs> grabbed her quick. No, 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 no. <laughs> Track to bang. Track to bang. Uh huh. I think even Brittany Brown would be cutting you off at the door like this. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be leading the way. <laughs> the um, one of like one of my favorite things of doing all the podcasts over the years like this one and other ones is like, f- like live photos of people on stage laughing. Is this something I just like just seeing the moment of like, Oh, that's pure joy just there. And me and Emily have some of the best photos <laughs> of us just good. like crunched over in pain at how, um, I mean, Johnny how- Grasso in particular, but <laughs> If you that give Johnny Grosso enough beer, he'll do anything. That's that 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 much is true. <laughs> yeah, that 2017. That's also when I met Grosso. So like I, uh, <laughs> I was talking. Actually, me and Luke were talking about this the other day, and he was like, "Weren't you like you were talking to Haas?" Because basically, I walked into the thing, and I found Haas and Jesse, and me and Liz just sat down with them. And we we're like, "We're just gonna hang here and like sit down." And like Grasso was like doing the line and he was hugging people and giving people tickets. And like, I was like, oh, that's Johnny, huh? That sure is. <laughs> and then I walked over and I was like, yo, dude, I gotta get my ticket from you. And he turned around and he like looked me up and down and he was like, Sal? And then he like gave me the like gentlest but firmest <laughs> hug and he held it for like a good 47 seconds. And I was like, thank you for the tickets, Johnny. And then I was talking to Luke about it. He's like, I met you that night, right? And I was like, ah, he was like, you were talking to Haas, right? And I was like, I was talking to Haas. And he's like, were you drinking a sangria? That sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like something a I big would one do. Too. <laughs> one of those fish bowls. <laughs> Don't rightly remember, but that sounds like something I might order. Yeah, Sal, you have had a, uh, a lot of wonderful experiences, apart from getting hugged by Johnny Grasso. At celebration, what's your your golden moment, buddy? I mean, everything that we like, our golden moments is all the stuff because, like, I get to do it as a family. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't get to be like, wife, I'm gonna go tomorrow. Is that cool if I leave right now? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we we got a plan. Like, I get the wife there, I get the kids there. 
uh, so it's usually like a whole family affair. So like, I think some of my favorite things are like, uh, I was actually running the Saber Guild booth for Celebration 2015. So the kids are with me and I had them with me on the floor. We're setting up the booth before things are open. And the, like, I think the floor opens at 11. So the, like, what was it? The, like, uh, the Force Awakens panel is happening at 10 because when that lets go, they're going to open the floor or whatever. And like, I remember going, me and Axel run to the Lego booth to like watch the trailer. Cause like the Lego booth had the, like, they were streaming it. And they were like, oh, we're about to show the trailer. So we all like ran over to watch the trailer. So I remember like seeing the trailer for the first time with my kids. Like we weren't in the panel. We were on the floor of celebration and we were like semi-working. And then like Lizzie runs back and she's like, they have a Galactic Heroes Nexu. I love Nexus. It's like $5. Will you buy it? $5. You know? And then like uh, we, were, we would be on the floor a lot earlier and later in between panels. So like while things were setting, people were setting things up and the kids were just walking the floor. Because like we knew, I'm like, yeah, you can go to the Mando's booth. It's cool. Because I know the Mando's. <laughs> like, like the kids know everybody too. Like we know a lot of the costuming groups. But they're like, okay, we're going to go to the Mando's and then we're going to go chill with the Rebels and then we'll be back to Saber Guild. And like, they would just come back and be like, oh, we played like the, you know, Battle Pot or whatever that they had at Celebration <laughs> for like, like an hour because nobody was in line because everybody's at the panel or the floor hasn't opened yet or whatever. Well, grab your mom that Her Universe thing before they open. Hurry, go get that real quick. Um, so just a lot of those little things, but then like you also have like Orlando where they were like, hey, would you guys like to be on the Rebels panel? And I'm like, yeah, what does that mean? Yes, yes, but what do I do? Just come to the Rebels panel, we were gonna do that. You know, and it was like, uh, so we show up to the Rebels panel and I and all of my like strangeness is more about, I'm more worried about missing the panel and having to be there to be on the panel than I am about whatever we're gonna do on the panel. They were like, just come have your costumes and all that stuff. And I'm like, so if we're backstage, is there like a T, are we gonna be able to see the panel? Cause I wanna hear it. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, there's a TV, it's fine, dude. Like, and I'm like, okay, I'm just making sure. Cause this is important, right? Like, and we're backstage and like everybody, and like, you know, like we've met a lot of the people through the show we've done like, a lot of these events at, at Rebels events, we're usually there. So like, you know, Vanessa Marshall will see us and be like, hey, like come running and like say hi. And like, I have like an interaction like with my tweet every now and then. So I'm like, hey dude, like at this time, Lizzie just got into that cooking school and she was really inspired by Freddie's book. He's got a cookbook. <laughs> And I was like, look, I know this is a little weird. And also I'm dressed up as a character that you are, but we're not gonna talk about that right now. <laughs> but, but like, you know, she's going to this culinary school. And, and I brought this little Buffy teddy bear, but it's fine. I'm cool, man. Yeah, it's, it's not a big deal, dude. Also, she, she was all that. <laughs> um, but she was really inspired people like that's that's cool like you know and he was like real nice about it and then like lizzie's talking to vanessa and then she's like oh i don't want to like i'm scared to say hi to freddie and she's like grabbing lizzie and like let's go say hi to him here be nice to lizzie like and so like you know like it was cool that he was really cool nice to lizzie and like things like that are things that i kind of like remember like those little moments that like you know and, 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 like 
Kenny Baker rolls up on his little thing and steps off and he's like, that's the end of the story. But we came out on stage and Lizzie sat next to Malt and then cried because it's this, it was the season opener for season four, but they didn't do the end episode. So she's crying at the end of the episode as she puts on her bucket. <laughs> celebration. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, did, Maria, did you talk about... Um what your golden moment was at celebration, apart from getting um, scolded for not talking to me or talking to me or. <laughs> I mean, what could be more golden than seeing steel? I know. Right. In his live habitat. Celebration moment? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Everybody's highlight. Well, that's um, why, that's why I was asking for that Emily to find out what her highlight was. So just <laughs> listen, I'm pretty happy here back in 94, all right? So just just chill out, all right? Maria, please. Sorry. Uh, no, no. Um, I should probably say thanks for having me on. Like, I'm just looking at the screen like, oh, my fucking God. Like, I listen to these people all the time. Like, and now I'm on here. Like, wow. Thanks. <laughs> it's incredible. Oh. Well... <laughs> Your podcast, if people haven't listened to it, Sisters with Savers, which is, as, as someone that likes a good use of the license and good branding, that name just says exactly like it. It's it's a very good name. Anyway, um, you don't have to change your name. I, I, I Every time I do a podcast, I change the name like 10 episodes later, and then I stick <laughs> with that one. When you went to Celebration, what was the one where you're just like, I'm here, I'm seeing this? Um, well, I think the trailer dropped for The Last Jedi. Um, I had heard like the uproar of John Williams and Princess Leia's theme and there was music going on and they're like, oh my fucking God, John Williams is here. And everybody's just screaming, John Williams is here. I'm like, fuck, I'm stuck in the celebration store and John <laughs> Williams is here. <laughs> How are you? Like, it, was, it was horrible. I wasn't there. I was How so are you watching it? Ask him if he wants a Ponda Baba oven mitt. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Does he want any of this useless shit? <laughs> I got pins for days. How were right. you watching it? How were you, was it on a big screen or did everyone have this? It was on a big screen. Like it was to the left of the store. So there were a couple of screens. So the stores over here and to the right was the autograph section and there were screens there too. Um, and the like photo op. So um, I think our biggest, like my biggest like memory was meeting Ashley for me. Cause I'm such a huge Ahsoka fan. Like, and I was like, first of all, like floored that it didn't cost any money to meet her. 
Secondly, I could barely get a word out because I'm just like, I, I love you. You're you're on my arm. Let's let's be friends forever. You know, I'm I, I just wanna be with you all the time. I feel like I'm with you all the time. <laughs> and and I'm like, man, this lady must think I'm such a creeper. Cause it's just like, what do you say? I'm Wait. in line and I'm like, what do I say? You had you had you had no problem talking to Ashley Eckstein, but you couldn't talk to Steele Saunders. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Steele, I... but <laughs> did you see his haircut? That's true. That's true. That's Look, a classy haircut. Yeah. Like when yeah. when you're talking to Steele, you like... don't have this Corey Van Dyke character who just keeps jumping into the conversation. That's that's the difference. <laughs> I love Corey though. I love yeah, Corey. I do too. <laughs> just kidding, Corey. Great guy. Uh... Uh, no, it was like this is my moment. I have to say something. Ashley I have to figure out what to say. Your views intrigue me. Legitimately. Oh, Sal, you just cut out for a second, Bod. Cool, awesome, amazing, <laughs> talented. Sal has frozen. Friendly. But I was just gonna say, Ashley's like legitimately one of the very nicest, kindest people. Like, right. Every time I see her interact with very like very very nice. That's I'll all. Tell you what though, he was froze in a very elegant pose. He was, <laughs> yeah. he was looking. He was he was looking good when he was pope. When he was frozen. He was well, like Kenobi style. Like what? Are we you were about? you were just like, you know, like very 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 like thoughtful. Right. You know, got the glasses mm-hmm. on. Like you're dropping some straight knowledge. It was pretty cool. So, Maria. Yeah. When, when you met Ashley, did you mm-hmm. tell her about Ahsoka? So that was interesting, right? Because we were take we were on our second cycle of in vitro. Um, so I had we'd been trying to get pregnant for three years, right? Um, I lost uh, Anakin maybe two years be- more, maybe four years before that. And I'm like, fuck it, we're not going to have kids. This is a nightmare. I can't take another dead baby. I'll jump out the window, right? Oh um, so that happened, and he's like, well maybe we should try again. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Uh, so we start in vitro, right? And I'm like, fuck this, we'll, we'll see what we get. But it, if another baby dies, then it's a sign and I just need to fuck off, right? So I'm like, okay, we're gonna do this. So we go through the cycle of first um, ICSI and that didn't work, right? So we went to in vitro. So we did our first cycle of in vitro and nothing. We did our second cycle of in vitro, right? And I'm like, it's cool. I'll get my mind off of it. We're going to be at celebration. It's all good. Positive vibes, right? So I'm trying not to think about it. And I'm reading all the books. And they're like, okay, you just have to go on with your life as normal and stay open to the possibilities of having a baby. And all these bitches are like so happy. I'm like, fuck you. You know, so (laughs) there's that. Well, it's true. They're like, they're all like so happy. I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, maybe I'm just a sarcastic bitch now that I'm in my 30s, you know. Uh, but it is what it is. So I'm like, okay, we meet Ashley. I spill my guts to her. I love you. You know, you're the reason that I'm not dead. You're amazing. I don't know what I would do without you. And she's looking at me like, you crazy psycho bitch. Don't follow me when I leave here. <laughs> I just I feel like that's probably what she's thinking. But uh, you know, it's like, okay, I guess I just have to like rip the band-aid off. I may never meet this woman again. And I'm like, 
you know, we're going to be pregnant and like Tom freaks out because he's like, did she just say we're pregnant? Did it happen? Did we get it? Like, because he's, he's been waiting on pins and needles for like three years, hoping to get pregnant, right? So she's like, are you telling me you're pregnant? And I'm like, well, we're, we're working on it. It's a long story. There's a dead baby involved. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I love I, you. <laughs> like, she's like, okay. Well, I'm like, but yeah. yeah, I want you to know, like, we're, we're going to name our daughter Ahsoka. She's like, as soon as you, you get that whole thing sorted out, when she's here, I'll sign anything. I'll do whatever you want me to do. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> so um, I still haven't gotten Ahsoka to her yet um, because breastfeeding and babies is hard on the go. I have no idea how like people did it before, you know, civilization or whatever. I just can't imagine. I guess you just whip your tit out and just hope for the best. But um, how can you imagine not not having a boppy pillow before now? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, boppies are clutch. Like they come right? in handy. Absolutely, it's... but you know, Maria, then there's like teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whip my Yikes. tip, whip whip my tit out, and hope for the best. That's my live streaming motto as well. So. <laughs> is it? Is it? That's good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> my motto too. Just whip it out and hope for the best. Um, I did weigh it once in a grocery store at like 2.30 in the morning. It was like 15 pounds. It was really bad. Really heavy. You just sat like, down there, like, huh? Like, was this like like the bulk section where the, you like get the macadamias and stuff? Where the bananas are. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was just like, fuck it. <laughs> also, don't do drugs. Look, I need to know, <laughs> right? Don't. Probably wants to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> it's, it's not a good time. It all starts out as fun and, and giggles, and then it gets really bad. So just don't do drugs, kids. That's the moral of the story, I think. Uh, but anyway, back to the Ashley thing. True, true that. But uh, back to the Ashley thing. Like, yeah, it was really exciting meeting her, and Tom was like, oh, my God, we're pregnant. I'm like, uh, we'll see. So we ended up doing, like, two more tests, and... When we got back, I think our third round of IVF, we, we had an embryo. Uh, and then we implanted it maybe six months later because American insurance sucks and you have to wait mm. until you have money to implant it. But she was on ice for six months. Best part of the story, the guy who inseminated me with the embryo, so the guy who uh scientifically fucked me his name was rex (laughs) amazing right that's the payoff like there it is everyone thank you good night i mean that's perfection what a what a okay what a journey now now i understand the clone wars thing what you, you know? What? <laughs> Scientifically, no fucked was Rex. That's so good. Until the the doctor's like, "Okay, Rex, give it to her." I'm like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> what?" No, First of all, I'm sorry. Is was that what? Has that how they do it? Give it to her because that seems <laughs> fairly. It's a, it's a medical term, Emily. <laughs> Like, that, clear? that, like, that right there might 
be malpractice. Like, <laughs> if this is not like this shit, you should just like cut out this entire this entire story. And that is like your advertisement for Sisters with Sabers. That is like for more of this. If you want more of these kinds of stories, yeah. That is a roller coaster. Oh my god. That's really my bad. Life. That is, that is yeah. Wow. You, 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 you can't repel sizzle of that magnitude. Really. Uh, oh my god. Maria. Ooh. And then he just turns to her and he goes, I mean, I mean, Steel, you Good cannot time. you cannot cover up the he signed the guy who scientifically fucked me with your normal Jar Jar Binks like bleep that you do because that's <laughs> perfection. It's already done. It's on the internet. <laughs> it's tremendous. How's the chat doing? Are there any survivors? Um, oh, I, let me see if I have to kick anybody out. Yeah. This is, Wait, um, Lauren Lauren says, first of all, she says sister was sister's sister with Sabres is amazing. And then she says, I have so many follow-up questions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we saved the little petri dish that she was in. <laughs> and we have that in her bedroom. Um, and I asked Rex. The guy in the window who I've Tamir, never Tam seen. Tamira Morrison, is this? <laughs> I don't know who he is. Okay. I really never saw his face because the lab is like right next door to the in vitro insemination room. And all I could do is see his like goggles through a little window. And I was like, uh, hi. I'm like, you're oh, not you going to understand. <laughs> yeah, basically. You're not going to understand any of this, but will you sign this piece of paper for me? saying that your name is Rex and you delivered Ahsoka to me. Also, and can you like, give me your clone uh, serial number? If you... <laughs> right? CT seven five six. He signed it. So I have the actual like in vitro serial number and, and the, the diagnostic page with the Petri dish oh, saved so much. because I'm weird. No, that's, great. that's, that's great. not weird. That's <laughs> Very that's weird excellent. story. No. I don't think so. Think that's that's awesome. very, very cool. I mean, that's and that's amazing. how babies are made. Yes. Everyone. <laughs> you get scientifically fucked. It's pretty amazing. Well, Rick, yeah. give it to her. It wasn't, it wasn't even that long. Like, it was maybe like two, three minutes. Like, it didn't last very long at all. Sounds about right. I thought, yeah, that does. Yeah, I was going to say, that checks out. <laughs> I thought there would be more to it. I'm like, science is fucking me. It's man, like, man, the number of times like every I thought ever. there would be more to it. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like, it's it's so bad right now. I'm not mad. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just reading. I'm, or manually, it's the same thing. I, I'm just reading the comments. Just like, it's, it's, Jim Grote says it's quarter to one here in New Jersey, and that was a hell of a journey to take at this point in the evening. I mean, I'd like to thank Maria for making all of our other stories seem like complete bullshit. But... <laughs> I, I Why are too. we even here? I mean, I've been talking about like stupid erotic fan fiction I wrote. No, it was great. It was funny. I liked it. Maybe it helped in the in the scientific, you know. 
<laughs> so, so to get that, to get that, Maria, did you have to have like the Jedi Master celebration pass for that as well, or no? <laughs> <laughs> To get fucked scientifically? No. <laughs> Just lots of money. <laughs> Shit costs money, dude. So are those Jedi Master Passes. <laughs> right? Wait, wait. Right? The one guy yells, give it to her. Yeah, my, my doctor, another yeah. guy comes right after and says... <laughs> the other guy comes right after and says, please excuse Dr. Oh, Sal, you just fuzzed out making the most bizarrest conversation ever. Oh, yeah. It was so good. It was a Mandalorian one. All right, go He's again, Sal. Nope. Yeah, it, it's decorum. Oh, I know. I know it's some one action. I know it's some one action. Look, scientifically, that was hilarious. <laughs> oh my God, Maria, that, that so was so funny. Never Ooh, get fucked by science because they dimmed the lights for ambiance. And I, I kind of wanted to wow. see it. Like, I kind of wanted to see it, like the, the embryo and, and the whole thing. And how often do you get fucked by science? So it's like, I want to know, like, what does science's dick look like? <laughs> Is it big? And if it's not big, that's okay. Is, I get is it. science cut or uncut? <laughs> Honey, it better be circumcised if it's going in me. Whoa. I don't do that shit. Whoa. Sorry. Oh, we're going out of the blind. No, ma'am. Uh, whoa. Can't do it. My so goal good. at this point Sorry. is to get steel pulled off YouTube, by the way. I have a few demands. That's one of them. I, I feel like we're all on some kind of list now. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to be this there. Is this what is what happens when I get on. You people okay. are to blame. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. We, nobody blames you. You ah, uh, I, I I'm gonna blame you for my sore jaw tomorrow. Oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, it hurts. <laughs> I'm ah. It was a lot of fun though. So it was a it was a quick sexual experience with science. <laughs> But I hope it was memorable for science, I, as it was for me. I, but the way you're telling it, I feel like you got it done at Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> I wish I did. That'd be fucking rad. Right next to Tattoo Alley. Yeah. Right. I can get a tattoo. In, in and I can Alley. get fucked by science in the yeah, same I feel like day. Yeah, I feel like this is all something within, like, the Doc Ondar animatronics capabilities. Like, he, he could handle this. Like, he could make you know, this work. He celebrates babies, right? Like, somebody yeah. must... <laughs> he does. I was there. Saw it. Checks out. You can always tell by the finger size. <laughs> that what it is? Oh yeah, I finger look at size, it. Finger size, feet size, hand oh, size, yeah. all stuff. Yeah. I look for sure. I'm like, eh, you, you know what, the, what they say about guys with two mouths, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd be down for two mouths, like one on the yeah. and one on the actual. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I need a second that. mouth after this. I'm in pain. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh man uh, you know oh, Jackie will appreciate far it. for the course <laughs> good times though good times oh the best times oh yeah so then I gave birth and that kind of sucked a lot 
it was super painful and nobody believed I was actually in pain and because black women are more likely to die in childbirth I'm like hey I might pad me out if I do take the baby and run and I love you that's for real though like that's yeah like, that's that's an actual statistic fact yeah. no no yeah. I, I don't mean that i mean that nobody no nobody believed you were in pain it's yeah a, like my pain level yeah they said it wasn't there's no way it could be that high and she's like uh you can't be in pain like you're you're getting an epidural i'm like well i'm gonna vomit on you and she's <laughs> like you can't vomit on me you haven't eaten in like 12 hours i was like okay dare me uh, yeah can you, <laughs> you want to see well <laughs> so yeah um then i vomited on her nice oh, good for you nice so that worked mm-hmm. um they they literally said that to you like yeah, you can't yeah. you can't be in that much pain did they say like because like yeah because i don't know because i had an epidural yeah it was really cool like it was really interesting to see like this is why you know Serena Williams almost died in childbirth. Like, I get it now. I'm like, wow, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was it was interesting. It was an interesting like look at the healthcare field yeah. um, as yeah. a person of color. Um, so that happened, and I vomited all over the nurse. And then they decided maybe I needed more medication because I might have been in pain. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Just just so, just so we're one hundred percent clear, like what you're talking about, right? Is like this weird inexplicable kind of uh assumption that the medical profession makes about black people right which which is that they have a higher pain threshold than everybody else and therefore don't need as many like you know pain control drugs and think is that that's i mean you that sounds like exactly what they were doing uh yeah i mean because called famously famously childbirth is a pain-free experience for oh, so many people people do it how, all the time how, how could like you possibly be in pain fuck it's so easy yeah. everybody should do it like like Jeez. the one the one time ever like for sure you should believe 100 what a woman is telling you is when she's going to give birth to a child like like i am in pain like how do you not believe me when i tell you this hurts i feel it no i'm lying i'm lying i want more drugs please you know what like, I, mean? I feel like if i'm yeah. i mean i haven't pushed a person out of my vagina but i i would like to think that that is a time when you can you can fully just be flat out like hey this really fucking hurts yeah mm-hmm. apparently not jesus <laughs> christ I, well i think you'd be fine You'll oh, be okay. yeah, oh yeah, yeah i'm true. good i'm good no, yeah. yeah i feel like, nothing yeah. you know? <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right there like i'm white they believe me if i like go in oh, with like, yeah, a paper you're cut so, saying you look that so trustworthy yeah <laughs> There's no reason why you would, you know, yeah. I didn't get any like pain, pain meds, but I did tell them like, I need another epidural because I can still feel what's going on. Yeah. Um, but obviously so then, you were just, you know, you got pregnant and you had a kid just so you could get an epidural. Cause that's, you know, that's just what people do for kicks. That's what Ep- all Ep- the kids Ep- are Ep- doing. was a shot in the, the spinal cord. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone's that's doing it. Rec- epidurals are a recreational drug. With the possibility yeah. of some some side effects sticking around for a very long time after, too. It's exactly what you want. Yeah, so uh, much fun. Have, having as witnessed... a tenure clean person, like I really didn't want to go and get pain medicine. So I was really proud of myself that I was able to deliver my daughter naturally without the use of any pain medicine. Like, 
you know, an oxy or anything like that. So that was really cool. Um, so then I gave birth and she was really big, like 10 pounds. Ooh, and then wow. the nurse mm. was like, yeah, yeah, no big deal. Uh, again, the wonder you were in pain, man. Yeah, <laughs> extra pain. Again, ten, ten, 10 pounds is literally a big deal. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a turkey. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's bigger than my cat. Like that's I want to slap yours in the face really badly, yes. by the way. Yeah. Well, I was just lucky to get out of there without being like hacked up. So I was just like, Oof. you know, thanks for the, the help or whatever you call it. Um, I'll be okay. Bye. Hell of a story. <laughs> yeah. This is it a was roller coaster, man. <laughs> yeah, good man. time. Having witnessed one birth. <laughs> all the drugs it, it like i was just like watching jackie just like going there's like i would i would not survive this is it. like no i just mm-hmm. nah that's no that, I, I don't have it no that's incredible like it was and the epidural she was trying not to get one or, or i don't know she had but she, when she got it the vibe change yeah I've never seen anything. It was like having a drink and and the water just like it was it, it was so weird to see it so instant just go. <sighs> but mm-hmm. I um anyone that's had a baby, I'm just like, you're gnarly. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you, you have been in more pain than I can conceive. Mm-hmm. It's oh. insane. Yeah, yeah I, it was it was something. Sorry. No, no, I'm sorry, Luke. I'm dominating the conversation. No, no, you yeah. should have been to speak about your... this. I, I apologize for speaking over you. I didn't mean to. Let's hear what Luke yeah. has to say about childbirth. <laughs> no, I just want to say, like, <laughs> like I just want to say, like, like we are going far from celebration, but like whenever <laughs> Yeah, it, we're completely <laughs> off the rails. When it comes to childbirth, like I've watched my wife give give birth to three children, and every time it's like this like super like magical experience where i just look at her and be like you are like the strongest being in the world like how does how is it that you're able to summon the strength to make this happen like i'm just watching her go through like these hours of things and like mm-hmm. you know all, all the different layers of like you know like it's just wait for things to get bigger so things can come out and like everything else like the time it takes for all that and it's just like man like and then watch her do it. Like I've I've cried every single time that it's finally happened, just because it's such a powerful moment. Like if and then there's nothing nothing because people don't have children, but like if you if you see it happen, I it I I can't explain what that moment feels like. It's 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 unreal. And uh, yeah, you're a goddamn trooper, man, and you should be proud of yourself for sure. Yeah, she's cool. She's she's here and she's happy. She's healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like. She's like, well, the nurse comes in and she's like, so what are you going to name her? And I'm like, Ahsoka. And she's Duh. like, you'll change your mind in a few days. Don't worry, what honey. Don't, don't rush to judgment. That's like a I regular said, human being name, too. That's not like a purely Star Wars thanks. name. Right? So, yeah. Oh, you know. and, but how dare oh. they? It's cool. It's cool. How, it how dare they tell you you're going your, you're, you're to change your mind? That's just yeah. Once the drugs we it. didn't give you wear off, you'll you'll change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just think on it. Maybe you'll you'll come 
what about Amy? Amy is nice. It's an A name. I'm like, <laughs> I've been thinking, and so have the girls. How about Rachel? <laughs> Hey, that's my wife's name, sir. You calm down. <laughs> no, I'm not saying oh, I'm not boy. disparaging. My bad. There Sorry. you go. I'm bad. My Kick bad. Kick him off. Get him out of here, Steele. I'm gone. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was a yeah. roller coaster getting her here. Um, but she's she's happy and healthy now. She's been and just had a birthday, right? Yeah, two now. Mm-hmm. We were she was in the NICU for like three days after she was born just trying to get like her sugar stable and all that stuff. And that was kind of eye-opening too, like being in the NICU and seeing like other babies in the NICU. Cause there was like a kid there that I guess his mom was an opiate addict and uh, no one came to claim the baby. Oh, horrible. Um, so there was like a family, I guess, shopping for the baby. And um, we never left the Soka's box. Like we stayed there the whole time. And this white family came and they were looking at the baby and I'm like, Hey man, uh, I don't know if you guys are going to end up with this kid or not, but um, I used to be an addict. So try not to like judge the mom too harshly. Like she might be going through some real shit. Uh, And if you decide to take this kid, like he really needs you. So it'd be cool to have someone for him to like, depend on because like no one came to visit that baby i was there for three days slept in the chair in the nicu of the hospital and no one fucking came to see about the kid and they ended up adopting him so wow wow that's a a buzz kill i'm sorry no that's like wow listen maria listen We've got this, this friend. It's the will of the forest. We've got this friend, Catherine Neen, the sweetest girl you ever oh. met. You've radicalized her. She's now in the chat saying, we've got to hunt this nurse down. <laughs> so... I love you, Catherine Neen. You're so awesome. And I hope you get to meet Diego Luna. You're the best. <laughs> that She's is a wonderful, want. classy oh. lady. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I love um, Catherine to meet Diego so much. Let's. Um, right. I, I, I've put it out there on the uh, on the chat for people that want to come in and, and and give us a celebration memory. And uh, so let's see if we can get Ian Gallagher up. Ian. On the, he's connecting. We'll see how this goes. Ian, are you there, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hello. what's going on? Ian. Not much. I uh, am currently working on, on um, some unit plans uh, for the beginning of the school year. Where, whereabouts are you, Ian? So I'm just outside Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Tight. Nice. And uh, are you a veteran of past celebrations, mate? No, I'm not. I um, I thought about going to the one in Orlando with a friend of mine, and um, it just I, di- I didn't. It wasn't feasible for me. And then um, the one in Anaheim this year, I was planning on 
going and, you know, COVID, but uh, hopefully um, I've been waiting to see if they're gonna, if there's gonna be some kind of like buying, like for people who gave up their tickets, if they could, uh, like if other people will be able to get tickets or whatever, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I feel like as it gets closer to the date and some stability hits the world, they'll start selling the extra ones. So I, I think they just don't want to like on sell them now, but I, they'll definitely be available. Uh, Luke, I'll, uh, he has to go. So yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I know. It was, it was an awesome surprise to get your cruiser. So um, thanks so much, man. And uh, let the good people know of the internet where they can uh, listen and follow you. Uh, yeah, of course, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I do the Bad Motivators with my buddies, Eric and Dallas. And uh, we release episodes every Wednesday. You check it out. It's a good time. We mostly talk about Star Wars and sometimes very little. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's a good time. Sweet, and, man. Uh, oh, uh, Ian, real quick. It was great. It was great to see you. I, I, I never got to, like, see you face to face before. So it was great, right? it was great to see you. Yeah, it's so cool. I'm yeah. I just want to say real quickly is... Uh, well, goodbye to you. It's nice <laughs> Sorry. with you real quick, but it's, uh, I'm just gr- grateful and thankful to be on here right now, chatting yeah. with everyone. It's great to see you. And uh, Maria, fantastic stories. And uh, you're a goddamn trooper. So be proud of yourself <laughs> cause you, because you should be. And everybody Thanks, else, it, it, was, it was great to see you. I hope you have a good night. Cheers, Cruza. Have a good one, man. Bye. So Ian, if if celebration were happening right now, I mean you wouldn't be there, but what would you most like what news or trailer or whatever would you most be looking forward to to seeing? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a really good question. I guess I would be looking forward most to um the Mandalorian season two trailer and stuff like that or um i i'd really i think it'd be cool to check out the um the like if they had a high republic panel yeah. like that would be really good how about you or how about everyone yeah. did you guys already talk i came in late but did you guys already talk about that you missed nothing. You're right on time. <laughs> we actually talked very little about celebration. <laughs> um, well, big I, news, yeah. Ian. I'm now pregnant. So um... <laughs> we got fucked by science. How far along are you? Um, a, a fair far way along tonight. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> I'm a long I take way. Uh, scientific credit for this, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, your kid's going to be so cute. You're in Robbo's little kid. He's going to have that 90s hair. Yeah. <laughs> Arguing well, with itself all day. I guess I'll, I'll respond. Um, I would really like to see if, if celebration were happening. Um, the The baby baby yoda yoju whatever you want to call him walk out on stage 
Like, I think it would just bring the house down and start a fucking riot. And I like riots. Do you think <laughs> he would walk on stage or do you think he would float in his little egg bassinet? Yeah, bassinet. I would like to see him walk. That would be my ideal like vision. The little waddle. That would like, take waddle. 10 minutes. It would be. Oh, perfect. hell yeah. yeah. It'd be so He's fucking big. tedious. <laughs> I would accept it. It'd be print. like watching my grandmother get up from her recliner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but everyone would be excited for it instead of pissed. I, um, <laughs> if I saw Baby Yoda, Yoju, if you will, walk, that was, I, I, I could barely handle seeing that thing in, I can't remember what it was called. What was that thing in The Force Awakens, Tom, that walked along? Bubba Joe. Boba oh, Joe, Boba Joe. Boba Joe. Yeah. Oh, what man. about the giant like Muppet elephant that was drinking out of the same thing as Finn? That was the thing. The Habibor? The Habibor? Yeah. Oh, I like that guy. I want Super where's cute. his Disney Plus series, you know? Or hers. We don't know. I mean at the start I mean, of every episode, yeah. I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> right. I wish they were a handsome human male to like share this drink with me. <laughs> the end of every episode. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but this is going to be a bit of a mystery one. This is just, just, ah, uh, I know I'm going to remove him. I won't remove him. I'll admit him. They could have one of those half boars at celebration, like just on the floor, taking up some space. Yeah. They had that Java at Orlando. It was huge. It was on general giant stage. I think mm. it was insanely I'm- big. Ian, your shirt is cute. Oh, thank you. It's uh, Princess Leia, and it says self-rescuing princess. Oh, I'm feeling that shit. Yeah. I love it. It's one of my favorite shirts. Classy. I appreciate it. Thank Uh, you. I would have been looking forward to whatever Rebels Remembered thing would have happened. I mean, obviously my dream would be a Cassian Andor series panel when Ben Mendelsohn walks out, Oof. but that would be sick. I mean, we're not getting celebration for two years. We're not getting a Cassian Andor panel at all. So <laughs> I know they they didn't do the future filmmakers panel at Chicago, but I for I, good I reason think... for good yeah. reason. <laughs> But now I think you know they they have Tyka and maybe Ryan Johnson and some other person they could have you know rolled out there. I, I would like to have that. Yeah, I just want to see Tyka in person because it's like seeing a giant teddy bear in person, and that's just like I I think I think if I ever met Tyka Watiti, I would just instantly burst into tears because he just seems like the nicest dude, and I love his he movies does. so much, and I hopefully as Star Wars things happen because I can't even imagine the weirdness that it will be mm. but he is a he is a darling man and I love him I feel that way about George like I'd love to see George and meet him but then I feel like I'd just scare him to death and then I'd swap Ahsoka for his baby she'd have a better life that's what's best <laughs> for her they look almost and, identical and, and, and you'll look after Jet who's about 25 now. <laughs> sure. I meant Everest, but yes. 
Ah, yes, yes, yes. Is that the name Everest? Yeah, that's her name. Her name is Everest. Wow. I've never heard that as a name before. That's a great name. Everest. Interesting. And they thought my baby's name was weird. <laughs> the um I definitely think the as as far as big pomp and ceremony things. I can only imagine realistically the Mandalorian panel. I um and it is baffling that there's no we're not talking about this was originally going to be our um pre-prepared Mandalorian trailer reaction live stream. I mean, can we I mean we haven't talked about that yet, but I think we have to, which is I mean, obviously no one should be like shit posting like at Lucasfilm people or whatever. But oh just God. from a like marketing standpoint, the show comes out in October. It is the weekend of Star Wars celebration. And there's not even a single word from like the official Star Wars Twitter account about getting a Mandalorian trailer. And that is bananas. It's it's very bizarre. Not even like like they did the the Star Wars show thing, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I just sort of thought it would have been a thing from they'd show a video just like, hey, we know it's a bummer. Um, we've you know go enjoy fan things and have fun. I don't know. It's just weird. It's just it's so like distant and cold sort of thing it's not it's not like our friend lucasfilm company it's like like brick wall corporation sort of thing i don't know it's just like i don't i don't like even if even if you don't even give me any new footage just give me give me a junk trailer give me some stupid fan-made trailer give me something that acknowledges that this show is coming out because it's Star Wars Celebration Weekend and you have marketing professionals. How are they this bad at doing this? I think what's most disconcerting to me too, in addition to like everything that's been said, is the fact that it's the weekend after DC Fandom and after the amount, huge amount of success Fandom, fandom, fandom. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> had to. After the huge amount of success that had, and they're just, it just seems, you know, like what? Like, they're, like, we're hanging out to dry almost. Now, guys, I've got an exciting development to the show. It is our buddy in Melbourne, Catherine Neen. How you doing? Catherine. I'm doing well. Yay. Hey. Hi. Hi, everyone. I loved the story, Maria. Loved it. <laughs> loved it. Oh, boy. You give, me, you give me some time and a mic and I'll, I'll weave you a tail. We can get into some shit. If you're ready, we, we can nut up and we can get into some real shit. Like, for real. Like, if you really want to hear a tail, like, Does he- I will tell you some shit. Does it get more real than that? Oh, I can tell you some stuff. Shit, what do you want to talk about? 
You I, want to talk about the time that I put? Never mind. That's that's a story <laughs> for another day. Well, now I do. Like, like you can't I just know. stop there. <laughs> See, that is so sweet. That is so sweet, Sizzle, and I feel that you are building up for an amazing Patreon show for Sisters to say this. <laughs> I got it. I kind of know. Maybe one day I'll I'll weave another tale. I don't want to take up the whole fucking live stream with crazy stories about me and my antics. No one wants to hear that. Hey, What'd you guys wrong. think about the celebration store? There was oh, an avocado shirt. <laughs> Everyone loves avocados. <laughs> Fuck me. It's an avocado. Let's do it. Oh. <laughs> I am dead at the avocado. Would they have made that shirt look less like BB-8 if they tried? I have seen actual. Horrible. I have seen actual avocados that look more like BB-8 than that BB-8 avocado shirt looks like BB-8. That shirt is, is awful. It's terrible. <laughs> it used to like have like a pithy slogan or something on it. Yeah, nothing. There it is. Yeah, that's that's the yeah, that's that's the attacker officer. That's him. I mean you got the right guy. That's I it. like avocados and I like Star Wars. <laughs> but even I was like, I'm not pulling the trigger on this. I no. mean, first of all, that's not really what an avocado looks like. Right. It's offensive mm-hmm. to avocados. I mean, they don't have like a secondary like bulb on. God damn it! No, Catherine, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm disappointed. No Cassian panel, and no critic. Obviously, yeah. Like crushed, crushed. That's all I was wanting. Some Cassian news, but cross my fingers for next time. And then sell tickets for when I line up to meet Diego and then at the last minute chicken out and run away. Oh, well, that's not happening because you're going to have like eight people standing around you forcing you to meet him. (laughs) Dude, I'll buy tickets to watch this happen because the the thought of being splattered with Catherine's body as it like explodes (laughs) with excitement. I'd I'd love to take home a finger. Do you know what I mean? I'll remember Catherine. She was... (laughs) Great friend. Here's her <laughs> finger from when she met Cassian. It's, it's very special. It's how she would have wanted to go, let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, you know, like when you force yourself to watch the reboot of Flatliners because Diego's in it, um, <laughs> you, you know you have it hard. <laughs> Taking a bullet. Taking a bullet there. I love the irony of the reboot of Flatliners. <laughs> a movie that is about rebooting. <laughs> that is fantastic. One hour in, Diego's topless. Just telling everyone, I one hour in. Wow. No, Catherine, right. I wonder how, about this. How's Neen with her timestamps? Pretty good. Do you, because I, I can never meet Ben Mendelsohn. It can never actually happen. Like I can. Sorry. Go fuck yourself. But scientifically, <laughs> steal scientifically. Only scientifically. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be able to handle getting scientifically met by him. Jesus. But Too Catherine, much. do you have do you have like a question you would want to ask Diego Luna? It's too overwhelming. Yep. I think Steel has died. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. This is when I need to be lining up with like you or Josh Chapman to um to ask my question while I just cry. (laughs) I would I would want to just be like, can I just can I just touch your mustache? (laughs) Can I just like just like just I don't have to touch your actual skin, just the mustache part. Oh, that's fine then. As long as it's not your actual skin. I, just the I mustache thought you were going to say something it. creepy and weird. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Skeletal. <So bad. laughs> I was worried for a minute. <laughs> yeah, see, this. I feel like this would all work out. I think yeah, <laughs> that's uh, totally normal. People do that all the time. I'm sure that's what he would say. <laughs> Emily, <laughs> you were um, you went to Star Wars Celebration in Chicago. What was your your golden moment? I mean, it. <laughs> Steel's fishing for a compliment, Emily. Don't no, don't not. blow this. <laughs> I, mean, I met I met Steel like before then, but anyway, like he doesn't care. Sound, he wants like... to hear it again. Ah. <laughs> oh. Not to sound like I'm afraid it sounds self-involved, but the the live show with the fan fiction read was amazing, and like the energy of that crowd and having Randy and I mean God bless Randy because he had to narrate the thing, but also I mean obviously Johnny and and Chris who I had never met before doing Tarkin who I was like. I like Johnny and Randy at least like know what they're getting into, but Chris, I was like, I don't, I I was horrified when you told me he was reading Tarkin, because like I I I I, I was the opposite. I was, <laughs> I, I was like dribbling while I was asking him. I was like, oh, reading him excerpts, and he's like, oh yes. He was very like, and first of all, his Tarkin impression like top notch, and also he was very nice to me afterwards, and has been very nice to me on Twitter on several occasions. But like sitting next to him as he was reading it, I was like, oh, this is humiliating. But having people like laugh at this thing that I had written and had been very very nervous about beforehand. And just having people love it was, I mean, it sounds weird. It was kind of, it was almost like life-changing in terms of like, oh, I'm like wrote this thing that is making all these people really happy. And that was like extremely cool. Not to sound like super egotistical, but that was, that was really something special. I don't know. Making people happy is pretty fun. It's good. I wouldn't know. Ah, <laughs> What about you, Catherine? You you were you're in Chicago first celebration. What what was your golden moment, buddy? Um, I remember us from Melbourne walking up to Echo Base and texting, like 
them and Emily saying, we're at the front door. And Emily basically running to the door and hugging for the first time. It was so great. And coming in there, meeting everyone and then going, you're King Tom. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, at the, um, at the haunted hotel meeting everyone else, you know, Brittany and I were just like standing there holding hands, like screaming because we didn't know what else to do. <laughs> Um, it was, it was amazing. Obviously I lost my mind in the, um, Rise of Skywalker panel to the point where I actually lost feeling in my legs during like at the end of the, um, you know, when the Emperor's laugh, I, I lost feeling in my legs. It was just that overwhelming. And then walking out, um, we tried to live messenger, um, Matthew Frost mm. in backing Adelaide, who was awake and he was just crying as well. And yeah, it was just, it was just amazing. And yeah, being yeah at the live Steel Wars in my usual position of front row, which for that particular one, uh, it was a bit overwhelming. <laughs> we know what happened. But, yeah, me, front row bandit all the time. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, just just meeting all these people that I'd interacted with over the years in person was was brilliant. And, and, you know, so I actually bought my plane tickets to get over there in September last year. Basically the week I could get tickets. I was like, no, 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 I've got to get tickets, got to get tickets. Um, so as soon as, you know, airfares were available to get over to America, I, I bought them um, just so I could, could get there to be with all my friends rather than stupid old winter in Melbourne. Winter in Melbourne can be tough. It can be tough. Um, yeah. It was it was so bizarre to have like it was so it was like that true George Costanza to see the Australians there and just like worlds are colliding. It's like it was yeah, it was really um yeah, it was really cool. And actually to see people I'm like, oh you guys know each other on the internet? That's awesome. <laughs> like I've hung with you both. Uh let's see if I think we've got Billy here. Uh, my phone's dying, so I'm going to bounce. All right. No sweat. Uh, no sweat, Sal. It was so... Hi, um, Sal. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Good to see you. Yeah, man. You're the best. You're super cool. And uh, I miss you, buddy. You're so close yet so far. hearing celebration. And... and that was the last we ever heard of him. <laughs> We hardly knew he. Hey, uh, Billy, uh, turn on your video if uh, you want to have a chat. You don't have to. Don't don't feel any pressure. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Um, well, does anyone else have any any fun celebration memories? To uh, oh, there's Billy. He's there. What's going on, buddy? Yo, <laughs> what's going on, guys? How now, are y'all? Now, Billy, whilst Maria revealed the existence of Ahsoka at Celebration. 
from my memory, you got a Soka tattooed at Celebration, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Hold it up. Let's close. check that out. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. It's in the same spot as mine. What? Like right there. Word. That's so weird. Yeah. That's what would happen if what, you, what what if you touch them together? Do you think? Uh, like, is that your left arm? This power cannot be contained. I didn't tell you that much. Is that your left? That's your right arm. Yeah, that's my right arm. You're facing this way. Okay, so that's your right arm. This is my left arm. That's so cool. We're almost in the same spot. I, I believe the Wonder Twin powers would activate. Oh, yeah. shit. I think that's, and then. Uh, Bear properties activate. Yeah, to take the take the form of bird seed and somebody else would be like a bucket of oh, water. How this would can solve I be problems. a convoy? 100 percent. we were just talking about how birds are better than people me and my husband in the car i was like fuck birds are so much cooler than people because they can shit on us they don't have to pay rent they always know where they're going they they have babies and a couple weeks later the babies are fucking gone and they can peace out you know it's like fuck <laughs> i need to be a bird i think they if do you fly really in the windows to, though you could shit on a bird <laughs> It would take some preparation. But would it be worth it? Yeah. <laughs> In the bird's favor, free eggs. True. Hey, Billy, what's your golden celebration memory, buddy? Dude, um, so the 40th anniversary, oh. like, uh, in in in, uh, it was Orlando, right? I think you you actually interviewed me, like in like that morning before the panel it was like at six in the morning after i had not slept all night there's like a, an interview with me on an old like uh steel wars like just like on your little like talk boy thing like oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and i remember that panel just watching that panel man and then like it was just like, all right, we got Hayden, we got George Lucas, we got, and then like, suddenly like the curtains open and I was sitting literally right next to you still at that panel, um, that 40th anniversary panel and the fucking curtains open like 20 feet away from us and, and, and John Williams was there was with insane. a fucking orchestra, dude, like cannot tell me that was not one of the best moments of your entire life like when when the curtains opened john williams was right there like that was the sickest thing ever that <laughs> like that whole panel it was just like the entire it was it was just so it was quite a feat i was very proud to be a star wars fan that day it was it was some sweet yeah, action. For, Billy Lord's speech me, and um for me it was that it was that for sure. Nothing can beat that, you know? Yeah. That, that panel was like it made everything worth it, you know, like staying up all night, being like kind of miserable the night before. Um, you know, like it that's that's kind of like what epitomizes like what celebration comes down to when you're like, okay, like I hated my night the entire night, like this sucks, but 
George Lucas is talking to me right now, and then like John Williams just played me a song. So I think I'm okay, you know. So um, yeah. that then that was my first celebration panel ever, you know. So um, uh, quite a way to break into celebration. I reckon. Not even through the side door like Tom Chansky. <laughs> <laughs> that was got. That was as far as official things. That was like the dream panel. So that that was quite a thing. But um, we should. We've been we've been going at this incident free for over two hours. I'm just very proud of technology uh for this and uh it's been super fun this is like like I, I we talk about like the you know the the 40th anniversary panel like these late night conversations with like people that i've met from around the world that's into the same thing and is like-minded like oh like this is the bit of celebration that you you just can't bottle so thanks everyone for chatting i've had my stomach feels fitter after laughing so much. So I, I thank everyone for like uh, sharing their like memories and and, um, and and joining in. It has been so fun. Let's go uh, around the gamut and do some sweet, sweet plugs for those uh, watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast. King Tom, where you at, buddy? Uh, you can find me on uh tom chansky on twitter every week on the sith list and then i do patreon shows for blue harvest the bad motivators and i think you're gonna be reading some ewok books to me or something that's the plan that's the plan All right oh story bring, time bring it the, on the ewoks are going to join the fight and um i'm pretty keen and I'm we we, keen. we i still am waiting to hear all about uh luke and mara jade's wedding oh, and bachelor party I, I had it open this week. It's this, I want to do this page wars reverse where I tell him what happens in union, but I get, so it's this comic from like 2000 where Luke Skywalker marries Mara Jade and it's just too full on. They've both got cargo shorts. It's, it's out of control. So how long does it take you to King, King Tom? Why do you think I novels? Before you can read a uh, single comic issue, I get distracted because I'm like, I've got to like, how am I going to present this? It's 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 a whole like. I, I, listen, I'm worried I'm not going to do Union justice for like the like for the treatment it deserves. Do you know what I mean? So I'm holding out. I'm yeah. holding out. Um, Maria, where can uh, the people find you on that sweet sweet internet? Uh, yeah, so the podcast is at Sabres With. Uh, it's called Sisters with Sabres, uh, and it's a lot of Black women talking about Star Wars and hopefully getting some changes made to the High Republic sooner rather than later. Um, my personal Twitter handle is Blurred Girl Jedi. If you just want to um, listen to me rant about things or see pictures of a two-year-old, um, you can do that at Blurred Girl Jedi on Twitter or Instagram. Um, thanks for having me on. Maria, thanks for um, coming on the pod. And thanks for listening um, to my show. And it's always cool when people like 
like start a podcast because that's what it's all about starting a podcast and 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 um it's a very uh it should be the itunes promotion doesn't show up but it's a very hopefully democratic sort of uh medium so it's i, I like it when everyone's making a podcast it's it's fun having their um I dreamed of this when I was little. That 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 episode of Seinfeld when Kramer had the TV show, the fake TV show in his lounge room. <laughs> that, that was my dream. And I'm living the dream right now. So uh Robbo, where can the good people of the internet find Skeletor and his um alcohol problem? I I don't oh um yeah, uh, so I I do uh, hardcore gaming one on one. It's a game podcast. Um, used to do a bonus show on Steel's Patreon, but you know, it's, oh, we, we've moved on. Uh, uh, Catherine, I believe, is going to be taking over starting <laughs> tomorrow. So um, the Catherine report. Everybody, check that out. Excellent. Thank you, Robo. Um, as as non-awkward as always, Catherine Neen, <laughs> you're joining the Catherine Report. We couldn't do it without you, literally. What else you got going on? Uh, not a lot. Um, can, on Twitter, I'm at Catherine underscore Neen. Um, my podcast is on a, being on a bit of a hiatus way. I'm planning to bring back that, that geek pod. Um, and I guess the fair bit on Star Wars spelt out, usually screaming about Cassian a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds on brand. That sounds yeah. on brand. Yeah, always. Uh, Billy, where are you at, buddy? Uh, it doesn't matter, but check out Sisters with Sabres. They're awesome. I'm neither a sister nor do I have a saber, but no one needs to know about me. They need to know about Marina. <laughs> thank you sweet the, the the handball of the sizzle uh ian gallagher where are you at buddy uh you can find me on twitter at i gallagher 321 and i concur uh also with billy sisters sisters with sabers is definitely the podcast to check out Sweet. Thank you so much, guys. That's amazing. Good, good sizzle. Emily Lind. The um, Canto by yeah. Dispatch. You got it right. Dude, I've, I've, I've got it right for about a, a year. What, what did I used to call it? The Canto by Exchange. You I, I, like had a new thing every fucking time you said it. Do you want to talk about Yoju or do you want to talk about your podcast? God you make the call. I hate you so much sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I do the Candlebite Dispatch with my friend Brittany Brown. You can find it on all the podcast places and um, on Twitter at Candlebite Pod. I am on Twitter at EF Lind. And I also inexplicably do a podcast that is going through the filmography of Vin Diesel and exploring it on a way too in-depth level so check that out at the fan and the furious 
silly as fuck. I love it. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Jim Grote in the chat has asked uh, if you had one bit of advice for someone who was considering starting a podcast, what would it be? I would say find out as much as you can about how to make it and put it online in a week and then record it at the end of the week and just start doing it because you're never going to be ready. And That's if you true. just start doing it, then it'll it'll work out. You'll get experience. You'll learn the technical. You'll learn how to have fun doing it and all that sort of stuff. So Robbo says booking Tom, he's cheap. So um, <laughs> Is that That's true? <laughs> I'm gonna have him guest on my podcast. <laughs> um, I should sizzle that tomorrow at three Pacific, six Eastern. If you're in London, it's eleven. I think if you're in Australia, it's eight in the morning. <laughs> we will be doing a live chat with. Uh, Zoom calls with the great man himself, Details. Wow. Who um, is, uh, you know, of course, has been in a bunch of Disney Star Wars films. And boy, can that dude tell a story about being on a Star Wars set. So cannot wait to catch up with him. Hey, um, thanks so much, everyone, for being a part of this. People in the chat, um, you guys, I, I miss you all. We should be doing this in person, but um, hey, listen, 20 years ago, the thought that like, hey, we could go to a Star Wars convention and have friends, that would be pretty impressive. But also it was like, but if you can't join them, you can talk to them on a magic bit of talky glass. That's pretty cool too. Don't tell that person 20 years ago why you couldn't go, though. Because <laughs> that's going to be a massive bummer. All right. So don't worry, you guys. Marty McFly will get the almanac back to the shop sooner or later. And um, I hope it'll all unravel. We hope. And hope is what Star Wars is about. Thanks, everyone. I so appreciate it. And may that force be with you. Thank you so much, Dil. Thank, Thank you. you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.